want to make a podcast, let me tell you about Spotify's program for podcasters. And it's called Spotify for Podcasters. I've been using it for over a year now. Couldn't be happier from the switch. You can record wherever you create podcasts, whether it be your phone, computer, and it's easy to upload it and distribute it to everywhere podcasts are heard. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Best of all, Spotify for Podcasters is completely free. So launch your podcast today. Get started with Spotify for Podcasters. Go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Welcome back for part three of the Memorial Day special. And this is with Vader and Bender from the Kodiak Shack, the bro chat, where we're just going to talk about some of the people we've served with. They're no longer with us. Before we get rolling into that, again, I highlighted a couple times, but the Guns Gear Memorial Foundation, I think it's a great organization. And this is something that if you're willing to support, I think is a great organization to do so. But at a minimum, throw it in your hip pocket because you never know if you might find a veteran in need and you might need to reach out and help them. In the last 18 months, Guns Gear Memorial Foundation has given away over $150,000 to veteran families in need and are on track to give away their 20th flight scholarship this year. So incredible work they're doing there, a great organization to support, and it's a great organization to have on your radar because, again, you never know if you might bump into someone who might need some help or a young person who's looking to pursue a career in aviation. So that link down below, and you can check out Guns Gear Memorial Foundation. With that being said, let's jump into the bro chat with Vader and Bender. Hey, everybody, and uh, thank you for joining the uh, bro chat for a somber event, which uh, on this Memorial Day weekend, we thought we'd take an opportunity uh, to get back together and talk about some of our friends over the years. Uh, unfortunately, flying jets means that uh, it's, I was told a long time ago that it's uh, not inherently dangerous, but it's extremely unforgiving. Uh, and I think flying jets is exactly that. So we'll talk about some of our friends that we've lost along the way uh, and, uh, and remember those people. So thank you for uh, joining us. Thank you, everybody, all of uh, the Afterburn uh, podcast fans and the uh, Kodiak Shack podcast fans. Uh, so thank you all for being here and uh, we'll let rain take it away. Hey, thanks. This definitely it's, it's somber and it's kind of weird when you start to look back, like how fast things have moved along. And then you start looking at the list of the buddies who are not here, but mine started right off the, the get go. And I'll start with Alec Littler, share a quick picture uh, for those who are watching over on YouTube. But Alec and I met when we started ASBC. So right when we commissioned a second lieutenant's, we had to go to Maxwell for a six-week course there. Alec is um, unique. He had an Australian accent. He grew up, he was American, but spent several years, like his early days in Australia. So he had this like thick Australian accent. Um, we had a lot of fun together in our six weeks at ASBC. I had some good advice to avoid underground Atlanta for him. And I know he he went to underground Atlanta for like a short TDY weekend and then had someone get shot like right by him. It was kind of a crazy thing of I told you so, but Alec went to pilot training at Shepard and unfortunately he was killed in a T-38 crash in 2008. So that was kind of like the intro to the aviation, uh, military aviation world uh, for me. While I was waiting to go to pilot training, I met an individual, Sean Ruane. Uh, Sean, uh, again, phenomenal individual like all these guys are. He was just coming out of pilot trainer, just coming out of HH-60 training. 
And I was waiting to go to pilot training, hanging out down at Moody Air Force Base. So I watched Sean as he was like a young uh, co-pilot in the HH-60 flying around. But he was one of those guys who always looked out for the younger dudes, such as myself. Um, And Sean, unfortunately, he was killed in a helicopter crash. I believe they uh, struck a um, flock of birds in England. But uh, that was that was another one. That who's no longer with us, but another another great American who gave his life in defense of this nation. Before I hand it over, um, I've talked about it on my podcast. We did a whole breakdown of this, but Pyro, Pyro was killed in my last deployment. Pyro was a unique individual. He was one of those like the lifeblood of the squadron that always you know brought the energy and people wanted to be around. And, um. It's yeah, it's just weird now that, you know, like these guys aren't here. They're still in my phone, which I don't know if you guys uh, delete contacts or if things have updated throughout the years, but the advent of like smartphones, uh, I'm always reminded because these guys are, are still in my phone with pictures and phone numbers and things like that. But Pyro um, was, like I mentioned, he was killed on our, on our deployment, uh, coming back to the base. Uh, but again, phenomenal American and individual who all he wanted to do was fly fast jets and defend freedom. So um, honored to have just been around those guys for just a little bit and be, a, be able to call them friends. So I'll, uh, I'll hand it over to Bender. All right. Uh, so I knew Pyro as well. He was in my flight in, what do you call it? The ROTC summer training. I can't remember what, field training. Um, yeah. Same though. So even though he hadn't flown fire jet, he had that same kind of personality lifeblood of the flight everybody loved him and honestly i wouldn't be flying uh without his advice which he knew some friends that had gotten laser surgery for to get their vision corrected so they'd go to pilot training and i was nervous about doing that and he was like if you want to be a pilot you just gotta make it happen like can't be afraid uh (laughs) i did it and it worked out for me so thanks to pyro Uh, i'll talk about Mezer next so Mezer was a gambler and he was getting to the squadron as i was kind of finishing up my time at shaw so we cross paths a couple times uh and the last person i talked to in the bar before i pcs so it was my last day before we drove out was Mezer, and he was excited he was about to get named and just that energy that you get from the punks is there in their first fighter squadron uh you know he touched a lot of a lot of lives even in the short time that he was a gambler so um and we talked in some detail about his uh, accident as well but he was doing some pretty hard stuff and now it's just a reminder of again we ask a lot of really all the service members, but, um, pilots flying at night tanking in pretty tough conditions and measure. He was kind of deep in it when that went down. Uh, and then I'll talk also about, uh, major Blair Faulkner and uh, student Lieutenant Matt Emmons. This happened when I was at uh, Columbus air force base. He was a class ahead of me. Uh, so we had hung out a bit and there, so he had already tracked the T-38s and I was about to track, um, I think a couple nights from that accident, but their T-38 had an aileron failure right on takeoff. So the worst possible luck and it flipped the jet over and uh, neither of those two were able to get out in time. So it was pretty sombering uh, right at that moment to kind of see that happen right at the beginning of my pilot experience. And I'll I'll never forget uh, those two. Uh, And then I think it goes to Vader from here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thanks, Bender. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, you're you're always happy that it's a small community because you know everybody. But then when someone does uh, end up, you know, dying in a crash, then everybody knows them. So Mezer uh, was one of my students in uh, if you are watching in the, the picture that was up of him uh, was when he was in the eighth fighter squadron. So I flew with him on uh, two sorties, I believe. And a great guy, C-17 loadmaster who got uh, raided or got picked up to go to pilot training and then uh, F-16. So awesome dude. Uh, it, was, it was definitely sad to see him go. Uh, the first person I'll talk about is uh, Cajun. So he was Thunderbird 4. Uh, he unfortunately crashed um, in uh, 2018 and I saw him about a month prior. Uh, so I was out at Nellis uh, where the Thunderbirds are and we were hanging out um, and just it was catching up. We, we were in Misawa, Japan together. Uh, he was my instructor pilot for my flight lead upgrade. One of my sorties ACM, it went, uh, slightly below, below average as you would expect <laughs> from me. And, uh, but yeah, he was a great instructor, a great guy. Uh, and I think, I don't know if he came up with it in the fighter community, but, uh, I definitely heard it from him first. Uh, and he said, just, just be a good dude. And I think that was one of the things that he tried to do. Uh, and he, he definitely instilled that in the younger generation, uh, as he instructed them and, and taught them the way of the fighter pilot. So it was definitely a, uh, he was a great example of what it means to be a fighter pilot, a good person, good fighter pilot. And, um, so it was sad to see him go as well. Uh, and then the other, uh, person I'll be talking about is Guns Garen. So, uh, Guns Garen Memorial Foundation, uh, a bunch of the uh, people in the squadron started a nonprofit after his uh, passing. Um, you know, when you fly jets, you kind of, you don't assume you're going to lose any friends flying planes, but when they end up passing away flying planes, it's, it's uh, a little more, not understandable, but you kind of are like, okay. Uh, but sadly guns had just a, what would be considered a, um, a normal or, or a, non-invasive or not, not a big deal, uh, procedure. And, uh, sadly it went sideways. And so gun ended up passing away, uh, as a young guy, um, for, you know, not even in the airplane, but what he did do, he was a weapons officer. So a tactical leader in the squadron, uh, and the weapons schools always talk about humble, approachable, credible. And he was all of the above. I mean, he was one of the most fun guys in the squadron, uh, but he was also the most, ta one of the most tactical guys in the squadron. Uh, so it was great to learn from him and to work for him and with him. So, uh, so I appreciated that chance and, uh, and the guns gear Memorial foundation, any of the, uh, people who listen either the, to the afterburn or the Kodiak shack podcast, uh, we've had them on, uh, talking about the good stuff they're doing. So we, we appreciate that our friends are still, uh, keeping his name alive and, and doing good things. Cause guns was definitely a good dude. And then, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. This, and then this, I don't know, yeah, we were, we were talking like this, this is not uh, easy stuff and it doesn't matter how many times you go through it. Like, obviously the only thing you can do is carry these guys legacy on, be thankful for what they, what they did and what they were and what they, they meant and what they, they stood for. Um, and I would like, I wish I was more eloquent with words and, and could do it better, but, uh, here I am with guns in particular. Uh, I was actually just editing and it's also going to come out with this, but, um, when I went up to the golf tournament, I sat down with his wife, Kelly. Uh, we learned a little bit more about guns and the foundation, what they're doing, which is incredible stuff. And then, you know, I got to meet um, one woman who was helped by the foundation, Kelsey, her husband, 
was a Marine Osprey pilot killed last summer uh, in a crash. And so I know we're, we're talking about the guys that really we knew, but like obviously hundreds of thousands of people have died in, in service of this country. So we're only scratching the surface and this is definitely not an all inclusive list, but um, yeah, just I guess it's the small tribute, hopefully to pay homage to just a small portion and make people again, be appreciative for all the freedoms we have because people have laid down the line before we go. I think we were talking beforehand to just a few other individuals that I know we didn't know personally, um, but it definitely impacted the community we were a part of and are still a part of for the most part. Um, but the, I know we all, everyone has talked about, or most have heard about Trojan actually had Admiral Fox who, Admiral being in the Navy spoke about this. So Trojan was killed strafing in Iraq. And one of the prominent thing, I think there is a, the bridge at Luke going across the main road. There is named for Trojan, but a prime example killed in combat, but it you know took 10 years to actually find him and repatriate his remains. So you can just imagine what the family was going through during that time period. But, you know, it touched so many different facets. And I think it also shows just how woven together this community is. Moose is a, another one that I actually flew with a few of the guys from his squadron in the last year or so talking about this, but Moose uh, was killed transition F-15 down from Barnes then came down to New Orleans to uh, get some radar work done on it. I, I have not read the accident report verbatim, but I think, um, you know, at high altitude, there's some, uh, suspected that there's hypoxia involved and being in the high forties, there's not a lot of time for you to recognize. And I think it maybe may have possibly is recognized. I don't know if you guys know any more about it, but I think, um, yeah, the effects were starting to happen. He was trying to get the jet down safely and, uh, lost consciousness. I think is what they assumed. And then cage Allen, um, young Eagle driver, I guess this is now two years ago, um, coming up lost his life in England, uh, on a, on an intercept, I think a high to low intercept with some weather and, um, hit the, hit the deck there. But again, it just shows how unforgiving this environment is. You're flying high performance aircraft and, you know, a couple inches left or right can mean the, the difference between life or death. So, um, I don't know. You guys got any other closing parting shots before we wrap up here? I'm grateful, uh, to have served and, and know each one of these guys or hear their stories and you know we stand on the shoulders of giants and these are these are the giants shoulders we stand on i think one thing is uh is you know for moose it said there you know gone but not forgotten and i think when i went through 38 there was a plaque on the wall from uh from one of the pilots that crashed in 38 uh previous and then um in the c model now the out the cockpit altimeter uh, every time it starts up has a uh, picture of a, like a little picture of a moose uh, remembering moose. Uh, so I think, you know, the fact that these things happen is uh, sadly it, it's somewhat common, but the reality is you got to take them with you and remember those things uh, because there's lessons learned. And then there's the, those people had an impact on you and the, they had families and everything. So it's definitely important to remember those people. Uh, thanks for, uh, Thanks for meeting up for this, guys. Yeah, thanks.
And the last thing I'll say is just a, a nickel in the grass for these fellas, which is a common platter pilot saying that rain maybe can explain better at some point with some nice visual effects. But it's yeah. good to think about them uh, at least, you know, a couple times a year. Remember what they gave up. Yeah. Nickel in the grass. And yeah, despite all the noise that goes on, I think in the news and the media and life, like we live in a pretty great country and there's some amazing individuals who have sacrificed and made the ultimate sacrifice so that we can enjoy these freedoms. So this, this weekend we, we honor them. So if you're sitting by the pool or at the beach, I hope you're doing that and enjoying it because that's what those guys would want. And that's what they want you to be doing. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for all the blessings I have because of guys like this. Yeah. Same. Awesome. Thanks guys. See you fellas. See ya. See ya.